Christmas. We are so happy that you are joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time and partners, thank you for helping us to cover the earth with the word and connect everyone to the heart of God. I just am so happy. We're delighted to get some time with you and mom. We have a cool guest today. Yes, we do. We have Alex Seeley and her book is The Opposite Life and it is awesome. Now, trust me, I read lots of books. So this is awesome. You will love our time together. And uh, how about a testimony? Yeah. Yeah, I was reading, you know, we always invite everyone to call for prayer yeah. um, because we know God answers prayer. But it's also encouraging to have some testimonies of what happens when we pray. And so Jessica called for prayer because her sister was having some tests, medical tests, and she was concerned for her sister. And after receiving prayer, the tests came back negative for her sister. So it was very much an answer to prayer. And that's very, very encouraging. And I share that with you because I recognize that you have needs in your life. You have needs in your family. You're probably thinking about your kids or your grandkids. Maybe you're having to make some decisions, you know, or concerns with your parents. Maybe you're doing some challenging things with your finances. And some of you recently got, got um, foreclosed on with your house and you're just struggling. Some of you, you're watching and you're like, I need a job. I'm unemployed and I'm really struggling. And some of you have recently received a health diagnosis that was so, so disconcerting to you. And some of you live with chronic pain. But we want to pray for you. No matter what the need is in your life, we want to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And it's really cool to watch God answer prayer. A lot of times God answers prayer in ways that we don't anticipate. Sometimes we try to tell God how, but let's just ask and let God do God's job description. And watch this interview now. It will really encourage your faith on God loving you. Together, we are impacting thousands of lives with the truth, compassion, and power of God's Word. But there is still much more to be done. By becoming a partner with Marilyn Hickey Ministries, you'll share in bringing God's miracles and healing to the sick, experiencing a deep love for the Bible, and taking the gospel to the nations. When you become a $30 a month partner with Marilyn and Sarah, we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha Oil Vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah. Our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never-before-released teachings. The Majesty Coffee Table Book featuring beautiful representations of the names of God and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word and to connect everyone with the heart of God. We're so very happy that you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. Thank you for your time. And we know that God has some really cool stuff for you today in this program. And I want to introduce you to our guest, Alex Seeley. Thank you so much. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. We are thrilled that you are here. Yeah. And not everybody in our audience knows who you are. So can you give us a yeah. short bio? Yeah, I'm an Australian girl living in America. I grew up in Australia, my uh, obviously, most of my life and uh, got saved as a young girl and really felt the call to ministry uh, at a young age. Went to Bible college about 2021 and have been serving God ever since. And then fast forward, uh, got married, have two beautiful children, a 19-year-old and 15-year-old and moved to Nashville in 2012, where my husband and I pastor a church. Woof. 
Yeah. Wow. Goodness sakes, in Nashville. Why Nashville? Wow. I know, but Nashville, that was the Lord's choice because I didn't want to move to Nashville. But my husband's been a worship leader his whole life and a producer and audio engineer. And so Nashville made sense to land in the United States of America. So I always thought we would move out, but God had other ideas. And so uh, we saw a need and fulfilled that with the music community. And now we have this beautiful church mm -hmm. in Nashville. And I actually love it now. That's <laughs> totally so cool. It's good. And you wrote a book called The Opposite Life. Yep. Um, unlocking the Mysteries of God's Upside Down Kingdom. Yeah. And uh, so in some respects, going to Nashville, planting there like yes. is opposite. Totally. Right. Opposite to everyone. And, you know, people would say to us when we moved there, don't go to Nashville. That's where ministries go to die. It's Ooh. dry and barren. And I was like, well, then God's spirit needs to be there. Because, <laughs> see, that's the opposite. People tend to always go to what's safe. And God says, no, I've positioned you here on purpose. And so now I want you to do what's opposite to the to the climate. And the climate was dry and it was barren. It's very religious. And God was like, okay bring the spirit of God and, and people were thirsty mm. for a move of God. And mm. it was just the best thing. So to see people look and go, how did this happen? You know what? People are hungry for the real Jesus. You present real Jesus, people flock. <laughs> you know, they don't need another church. They need a church that carries the power and the presence of Jesus. And so we've gone after the presence of God and that's why people come. Mm-hmm. Genuine Jesus is yeah. irresistible. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. You might be watching right now and maybe you're struggling with some things that are in front of you. You're like, I feel like I'm supposed to do this, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to do the opposite, you know? And we'd love to pray for you that God would help to kind of reconcile that and strengthen you in following through with what God's putting in your heart. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and of course, grab your copy of Opposite Life because super, super helpful chapters and stories and biblical uh, underpinnings here to really walk you through this and give you some strength and, and tenacity to kind of stay the course of living the opposite life. And Alex, what are some practical things that you have found helpful um, to stay tethered to God, especially in dark, hard situations? Honestly, you cannot bypass the word of God and you cannot bypass spending intimate time with him. Like not just read, you know how some people will read the word of God because it's a five minute thing or they'll do a devotion and then they'll forget about God the rest of the day. I believe in communing with God all day. I believe in being mm. intimate with the Lord. So I'm constantly talking to him. I'm like people will often laugh at me because I talk to myself, but I'm not actually talking to myself. I'm talking to the Lord. So I stay in communion with the Lord. I'm always asking him, God, what do you think about this? And I don't know about this. And Lord, help me here. And Or I'm worshiping or I'm singing or I'm letting those songs wash over me. I'm making time to be like I would with my husband or my children or my dear friends. I make sure I'm always in relationship. And I don't think you can ever steer away when you're constantly in motion. I don't treat God as a part of my day. He is with me all day, every day. And it doesn't mean I'm sitting there in posture of prayer, but I'm in intimacy with the Father. When I'm driving my car, when I'm washing the dishes, doing the laundry, it doesn't matter. I'm just always aware of his presence. I think that's probably the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. And how do you do, like, do you find sometimes you go through a little bit of a dry spell with God? 
wouldn't say dry spell. It's probably I get busy. You know, if you can get busy and kind of almost, but I can tell straight away when I've not spent enough quality time with the Lord because I'll start feeling agitated or I'll get easily offended or I'll be, you know, so you you notice things about your life. You're like, oh, I know I need to reorient. But I've also been a lifetime worshiper. And so every week at church, I'm reorienting. If I've had a hard week or I've been ill or I've been sick, if I'm in the presence of God, I don't I don't get out of the meeting. I'm the first one up the front, hands raised, engaged in worship, no matter how many services we have, because I've learned to never take worship for granted, never take the moment to give him glory for granted. And what it does for me, it reorients me every single week. And I need to do that every day. But if I've forgotten to do it every day or if you're somebody who just the week's got away from you, don't let worship be something you're detached from. Enter in because then you open yourself up. You remember why you love Jesus and why what he's done for you. And then it just enables you to move in that, that realm and be grateful because when you're grateful, again, it makes it you turns understand. It, around. it does. It turns it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think you would love this book, The Opposite Life, and I would like for you to call. And we're just going to pray for you right yeah. now, a special thing that will really work in your life. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want you just to hear this program. I want you to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay? I know that's your desire. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> don't just hear it. So, Father, I just thank you for everyone who's watching this program, that you're putting a passion in them, of course, to get the book so that it can help them do this. But we need to live this kind of life because it's victorious. And so I just thank you that you are moving in our audience in a wonderful, wonderful way and that they are getting the book and reading the book, and obeying the book, being inspired by it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And you might be watching and you have some needs in your life. It can be any needs, you know, financial, health needs, relationship issues, um, decision, whatever it is. We'd love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray for you. And Alex, I want to ask you, one of the things you talk about is identity. Mm -hmm. And that's a really, that's a a core thing for you. And switching from self-identity and God's identity. What, how do you, how did you navigate that? Yeah, well, I think for such a long time, even though I grew up knowing God loved me, I didn't believe that God loved me. And the reason why I knew the difference is because I didn't live like God loved me. So I grew up, got saved, got radically saved, but there was, there was some fractures in my heart and life. And this is where I feel like so many people get saved, but then they don't actually live in full freedom. And I think that's the identity piece because you understand God's grace for you as a sinner but you don't understand yourself as a son or daughter. And everything changes from an orphan spirit to having a sonship spirit. Because when you have an orphan spirit, you don't always feel like you're completely, that you belong. You always feel detached somewhat. But when you know that that is my father in heaven and he loves me, that's the identity shift for me. So even though you could have told me God loved me, 
It wasn't until I allowed him to heal those fractured places of my heart where I didn't believe that I was lovable or worthy because of those fractures that had happened in my family. And so I walked around not really knowing who I was because I'd been told my whole life, oh, you're stupid, you're dumb, you can't do this, you can't do that. So that's the identity. I lived on that label. You're not good enough. You'll never measure up. But that's not what God says about me in the word. And so it wasn't until I allowed the truth of God's word to actually heal those fractures in my heart that gave me an identity that went, hold on a minute. Psalm 139 basically says that I was literally fearfully, wonderfully made and that he knew my body. He formed it in my mother's womb. He knew every detail of me. He put a book and he wrote every one of my days ordained before they were even. And I was like, oh, well, then you know who I am. So I need to stick with you. Mm -hmm. And that's how things change. Mm -hmm. And I think it's too, it's kind of sometimes a process, you know, it's not just like flip the switch, but it's walking in that and choosing to walk in that more and more and more walk in the life that God has designed in you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We would love to pray for you because I think all of us from time to time struggle with identity. There's, you know, lies from the past. The enemy does stuff and God has identity and truth for you. Spirit of truth guiding you into truth. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you today. What if the path to a life of abundance and blessing begins by going backward? For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you The Opposite Life by Alex Seeley. Through encouraging simple challenges, this book will help you exchange your imperfect default instincts for the life-changing truths of Jesus. It will reveal how to shift your mindset to align with God's revolutionary plan of transformational power, greater abundance, and more blessings. We will also send you Sarah's In Step with the Spirit and Marilyn's God's Plan for Abundance book. And for your gift of $65 or more, we will include Marilyn's beautiful inheritance devotional that will help you discover who you are and what you already possess as a child of God. Change direction and dive deeper in your journey with God. Call or click today for this powerful offer. Marilyn and Sarah have been covering the earth with the word on television for over 50 years. But television isn't the only way their ministry can be viewed. Today with Marilyn and Sarah can be seen on platforms such as YouTube, Roku, Fire TV, as well as podcasts on iTunes and Google. It's easier than ever to be encouraged with God's work at home, work, or on the go. You can replay any program at any time. Tune in and be blessed. Hey there, I want to encourage you to download our app on your phone. You're like, really serious? Absolutely. We have some amazing things on our app, really convenient for you. We have today's program. We have opportunities to pray for you. We have places for you to give and partner with us. We also have things that will help you know what events are coming up and group tours that you could join, as well as a Bible reading plan, daily Bible reading plan. This app is super relevant, very convenient, and super helpful for your daily living with Jesus. Welcome back to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. Now, we're really into an exciting, exciting book. Now, you know, you say, well, you say that about all the books. But this is so awesome because it's such a lifestyle for me, and I love that. And in the book, you say offended versus unoffended. Offense is like a cancer 
that eats away at the soul. Yeah. Why do you say that? Because offense is what the enemy uses. I know John Bevere wrote a book, The Bait of Satan. I think it's bait to get you believe lies, to have you disconnected from relationships and especially God. We can be offended at God and we can be offended with others. But I believe offense is when an unmet expectation has taken place. We've put an expectation on somebody and they haven't met it. And then we take that offense. You know, people don't wake up every morning and think, I'm going to offend somebody. <laughs> we take offense. Right. We pick it up. And it's normally because we've got a preconceived idea of how somebody should treat us, how they should be towards us. And sometimes we're putting unrealistic expectations on people who are non-believers to treat us in a way and to fulfill those areas that only God can fill. Even John the Baptist got offended. Scripture says that please don't be offended on account of me. Why? Because John had an idea that, hey, is Jesus really who he says he is or should we be expecting another? Why? Because here he is in prison on Jesus's behalf. He's been proclaiming the things of God and he's like, hold on a minute. Isaiah 61 says that you, I, he was anointed to release the prisoner, take care of the captive, and here I am, a prisoner and captive, and he's not doing anything. And sometimes we take offense because we don't really understand the big picture of what God is wanting to do, but also we have to take responsibility on our part of how to forgive and how to let these offenses go so that we can be free of offense. And Proverbs talks about how, you know, it's easier to win over a fortified city than an offended brother. Right. Right? And this is why it's a big deal. And the enemy loves it when we're offended. Mm -hmm. Excellent. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. And I remember when I was little, my parents always said to me, "You're, you're sen I was always really sensitive. Yeah. You know, like I got my feelings hurt easily. Yes. And I think sometimes there's there's good things in that, yes. really good things, because then you're you're attentive yes. and you're aware and you pick stuff up. But at the same time, that can also be uh, an Achilles heel. Yes. And it can can hurt. But I think too, we also can stay. Uh, we've been offended with a certain thing, yeah. and we've forgiven. But then when that comes back around in a different way, yep. then that comes back. That's right. So how do you deal with some of that Pete and repeat yeah, syndrome? Forgive 70 times seven, right? Mm. You've got to keep <laughs> forgiving and you've got to actually then look inward and say, mm. why do I keep getting triggered? What's the root of why that offends me so much? And it's normally rejection. It's normally disappointment. It's normally this thing that we've actually lived with a ungodly belief that causes us to make an agreement with the enemy that every time that happens, you're like, oh, there it goes again. That person's hurt me or that, that, that will never be that way. But you've got to actually shift the narrative and go, you know what? Jesus had every opportunity to take offense every day, but he chose not to. He chose to keep loving because I think his relationship with the father was so ironclad that he wouldn't allow the offenses to come and take him because this was so solid. And I think when our relationship with the father's not solid, it leaves us open to take offense and we get sensitive, but most of the time we don't even have the conversation with someone. So it's almost unfair that we're holding somebody to ransom when they don't even know what they've done. And so learning how to communicate, learning how to share our heart with one another is going to dissolve those offenses. And I think confrontation in love and truth 
is always the antidote to carrying an offence and causing the divide to happen even more. Mm -hmm. You might be listening, watching right now, and you're like, whew, man, that is so powerful. I want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of The Opposite Life, because there is hope, there's future, there's, you can come out of this and not have it continue to trap and trip and, and keep you in this hurtful, hurtful, destructive cycle. You know, another chapter that you do in here that I really want to ask about is outward versus inward. The outward, and, and again, it's the opposite life. So yeah. the outward, what, what does that mean when you're talking about outward versus inward? Well, we are so focused on the appearance of how we come across, but we can be quite wicked in, in, internally. And God speaks about how he looks at the heart, not at the appearance. And I think we've got a world that cares about the facade of how we appear. We put on our nice makeup and our hair and outwardly we can look the part. We can raise our hands in church. We can sing the hymns and psalms. But honestly, it's what matters inwardly. God searches the heart. He examines the mind. He is somebody that looks internally. And this is where it all comes out because what does the Bible say? It says, guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of life. Why? Because he realizes that internally makes all the difference. When you can look good, how many Christians have you seen through life? Bless God. Hallelujah. But at home, they're tormented by fear. They're riddled with insecurity and they live a private torment. And God says, I'm more interested of what's going on inside than I am with you performing like a parrot. I don't need you pretending to be a Christian. I need you to know. And it all all starts from the inward part. You get saved by giving your heart, surrendering your life to Jesus from the inside out. And let that be the most important thing that you tend to, because this is going to fade away. But your soul and your spirit, man, that's what you're going to take to the Lord. And that's what we need to tend to. And so it's very important to make sure we're always doing the inward work more than the outward. It's always good to look good, but don't Focus on that more than what's going on inside your heart. Yeah, and I think it's so easy in our world. The yeah. image is such a thing, mm -hmm. you know, followers, influencers, yeah. you know, whatever. And it's like we're image, so image conscious. Yeah. I have friends that they're like, I don't go to the grocery store without putting my makeup on. I'm like, huh. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> but I, and, and some people are wired that way and that's, that's, right. that's totally yeah. good. And that's, that's authentic to the design. Totally. But I think when we're trying to compensate, yes, right. We're that's trying good. to make up for yeah. what's lacking inside. That's right. And that's where we get tripped up. Yes. We totally, so hop on the phone, get on the yeah. website because God wants to strengthen your inner man and connect you in a meaningful, deep, uh, vibrant relationship, intimate uh, with God. And of course, grab your copy of The Opposite Life. Super, super helpful and really uh, will transform your life. You know, another question I have for you, Alex, how do you stay grounded in God's love? Like on a daily, day to day, yeah. moment yeah. by moment. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I'm grateful, but I also never want to forget. I never want to forget what he did for me. I never want to forget that moment of salvation. I'm always imagining that moment when I was 11. I hadn't done any like physical sins, you know, nothing to be ashamed about except for maybe having a bad attitude and maybe stealing a dollar from my mother's purse or, <laughs> you know, doing something like that. But I, I didn't really understand what it meant to be separate from God until I heard the gospel. And I think to always center back that 
a loving, perfect God stood in my place and died for my sin and took the punishment that I deserved, whether I chose him or not, constantly, it all, it all it literally makes me tear up because I go, you did that for me. And I never want to lose that. I never want to forget what he did for me. And that's what keeps me grounded. I never want to forget that I'm not worthy of his grace or his mercy, but he gave it. And I think if we could always live with that revelation of not losing your first love and not ever forgetting of what he did for you, you're always going to stay tethered. You're always going to stay connected. Mm -hmm. And love. I mean, God yeah. is love. Yes. So inherently, you're talking with God, you're having a conversation with love. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> come in and out of it. Amen. Uh-uh. And, and, and I think it's giving God permission to truly be who God is. Yes. Mm -hmm. Consistently, love. consistently. Yeah. I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd yeah. love to pray for you, that you experience and live in God loving you. And of yeah. course, grab your copy of The Opposite Life. So much of what we do in our lives is so rooted in, in the flesh and rooted in what the enemy tries to do and all kinds of deceptions and broken dysfunction. But God has abundant life for you, the opposite life, and so overflowing with vibrant love as well as fulfillment. Hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy. What if the path to a life of abundance and blessing begins by going backward? For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you The Opposite Life by Alex Seeley. Through encouraging, simple challenges, this book will help you exchange your imperfect default instincts for the life-changing truths of Jesus. It will reveal how to shift your mindset to align with God's revolutionary plan of transformational power, greater abundance, and more blessings. We will also send you Sarah's In Step with the Spirit and Marilyn's God's Plan for Abundance book. And for your gift of $65 or more, we will include Marilyn's beautiful inheritance devotional that will help you discover who you are and what you already possess as a child of God. Change direction and dive deeper in your journey with God. Call or click today for this powerful offer. We're so glad you've watched this interview. Alex, would you pray for our audience? Absolutely. Father, we thank you for this time that we've shared together. God, your word says, come to me, all of you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. His ways are so much more powerful than our ways. And so, God, I pray that as uh, the people of God surrender their lives to you and trust that you are with them and for them. God, I pray them that you would direct their path, that you would order their steps and that you would give them the keys to live a blessed life. And no matter how difficult it may seem in the natural, God, that your rewards are great. God, be with people every minute of every day. You said that you will never leave us or forsake us. So be with your sons and daughters today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I want to close this with something really special. Thanks be to God who always, notice, always leads us to triumph in Christ. I always say, Lord, it's not over till I win. You are a winner. Keep that in mind. And I believe our best days are ahead, not our worst. God bless you. We love you and appreciate you. 
And you know, if you have a need in your life, of course, we'd love to have you hop on the phone, get on the website. Nothing is too small, nothing is too difficult, too immense. Nothing is impossible with God. Luke 1, 37, all things are possible with God. We'd love to pray for you and see God do some amazing things in your life and bring transformation today.